0: Good morning, and welcome to Overeaters Anonymous, a Vision for You Big Book Study. My name is Craig F. I'm a recovered compulsive overeater. Uh, Today's date is Tuesday, January 28, 2020. Today we're reading from the big book, and we're on page 85, the third paragraph that begins, Step 11 Suggests. Um, Today's readers are uh, Dana uh, M for the steps, Vicki V for the traditions, Vanita L for the te- text, Nancy P for the vision for you, Allison L for backup, second hour host is Stacy K and the newcomer greeters, Matt F. Um, the reference numbers for yesterday, the 27th of January, uh, for the 7 a.m. Meet- Eastern Time Meeting, 14,029, 14029, and for the 10 a.m. meeting is fourteen thousand and thirty one four zero three zero. 14030, 14030. Um, Overeaters Anonymous is a fellowship of individuals who through shared experience, strength, and hope are recovering from compulsive overeating. We welcome everyone who wants to stop eating
1: compulsively.
0: There are no dues or fees for members. We're self-supporting through our own contributions OA's fifth tradition states that each group has but one primary purpose, to carry its message to the compulsive overeater who still suffers. At a Vision for You Big Book study, our message is that people who suffer from compulsive overeating can recover through abstinence and the practice of the 12 steps and 12 traditions of Overeaters Anonymous. I'm now going to ask Dana M. to read the 12 steps.
2: Thanks, Craig. It's Dana M. from Harrisburg, Pennsylvania, Recovered Compulsive Overeater. The 12 Steps of Overeaters Anonymous. One, we admitted we were powerless over food, that our lives had become unmanageable. Two, came to believe that a power greater than ourselves could restore us to sanity. Three, made a decision to turn our will and our lives over to the care of God as we understood him. Four, made a searching and fearless moral inventory of ourselves. we tried to carry this message to compulsive overeaters and to practice these principles in all our affairs. Thanks so much.
0: Thank you. Now I'm gonna ask Vicky V to read the Twelve Traditions.
3: Good morning, Vicki V from Long Island, New York. The Twelve Traditions of Overeaters Anonymous. Our common welfare should come first. Personal recovery depends on upon OA unity. We need always maintain personal anonymity at the level of press, radio, film, television, and other public media of communication. 12, anonymity is the spiritual foundation of all these traditions, ever reminding us to place principles before personalities. Thank you for letting me do service, and I pass.
0: Thank you. Okay, how our meeting works. Our meeting focuses on the directions of recovery described in the Big Book of Alcoholics Anonymous. We read a paragraph or two from the literature, then stop and share on what was read. Anyone can share, but we ask that you keep your sharing to the topic and literature that we're discussing, and that you keep your share to approximately three minutes. Singleness of purpose reminds us to identify as compulsive over only, In order to have a quiet meeting, everyone's phone, except the speakers, should be muted. Today, we resume our study of the big book on page 85, the third paragraph that begins, Step 11 Suggests. I'm now going to ask Vanita L. to start the reading. Vanita?
4: Hi, everybody. Can you hear me?
0: Yes, I can hear you fine.
4: Great. Step eleven suggests I'm a recovered compulsive overeater. Step eleven suggests prayer and meditation. We shouldn't be shy on this matter. Prayer, better men and women that that than we are using it constantly. It works if we have the proper attitude and work at it. It would be easy to be vague about this matter. yet we believe we can make some definitive, definite, and valuable suggestions. So I've been in away for five years, and I've been in 12 steps for much longer than that. But I just recently learned that back in the 30s, that meditation was considered something different than we um consider it today having been exposed more to the eastern traditions and i was told by one of the kind of oa historians that back then meditation probably meant more like contemplation like reading stuff and you know thinking about it and that's definitely a form of meditation also we know that it's going to go on and Bill's going to discuss the nightly review, which though I had been in 12 steps for a long time, the nightly review kind of never really hit my charts. And I had a lot of confusion about steps um, 10 and 11 that I'm still actually trying to personally sort out. But having daily quiet time um, generally in the morning, though this morning is... Going to be atypical and I'm going to have to do something while i'm driving i've been pretty i've been good at um for many years even before twelve steps sitting down and being quiet and doing some sort of spiritual practice so that's been that's been a big part of my life and that quiet time, especially the earliest in the morning is possible like we know in um the eastern countries they would do it well before um, dawn you know people do it at different times of the day but that's always really worked for me to do my quiet time when it's still dark before everybody else is woken up in the house possibly or in the world and um, things are just quieter and i find it in the dark i find it easier to with a candle lit that's ideal for me to tune into my higher power um maybe say the first three steps and turn it over and then maybe go ahead and you know write a, a 10 step um you know if I'm disturbed about something so staying connected to my higher power is super a super priority and um a big thing for me is learning to trust and turn over and meditation is a big part of that thank you
0: thank you thank you okay um we're going to start i'm going to take names here in a second for uh, uh people to share if you've uh, shared in the last couple of days we ask you to hold back and give other people a chance if you haven't uh, please say your name once say it clearly and i'll try to get with everybody but uh, kaylee from
5: boston Rosa H.
0: But, Tina uh, F. Maria F. Um, Nancy P. Uh, okay. Hold on. All right. I have who here's who I got. I got Katie G, a Maria, a Martha, and a Nancy. Lisa B. Lisa? Tina e. F. Tina. All right, that's six, let's, uh, let's call that good. Uh, Katie G, go ahead.
5: Good morning, everyone. <clears throat> I used to get really confused between step 10 and 11 because I read the steps off the wall and when you take the wall, the steps off the wall, you get off the wall program, right? If you don't study the book. So step 10 and 11 feed each other, right? So step 10 is the walking around step. Whenever I'm disturbed, Pause, selfish, self-seeking, dishonest, and afraid. When I first saw step 11, I thought, okay, let me get my Bible, my Torah, let me get some religious book and go off into the sunset and meditate like the Buddha. What I think is so interesting is it says, yet we believe we can make some definite and valuable suggestions. In step 11 in the AA 12 and 12, Bill talks about the unshakable foundation of inventory, prayer, and meditation. So I listen to 84 to 88 every day. And at night, I do the inventory written part of step 11. And I go through the questions that we're gonna discuss tomorrow. That's not step 10. I go through those questions to see if I've missed anything, right? And then I use the answer to those. So yesterday, I was afraid. Yeah, I had several step 10s on fear. So then I go to God, 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 I was afraid yesterday, I fell short, this is how I fell short, God, please show me how I can do that differently tomorrow, and I'm praying, right, and then I'm listening, and I too learned that it isn't this Buddhist methodology of meditation, although that's what I do, that he actually meant like a, um, like a a so um like a captain in a war i'm sorry i'm I'm not very familiar but you know thinks about like takes inventory what do we have what did we lose so it is a cognitive process about what were my shortcomings and how can i do it differently and so step 11 is for me it's it's any time this book says we ask that's a prayer and this book tells me throughout the first 164 pages to ask and those are my definite and valuable suggestions so i do upon awakening i consider my plans for the day god this is what's going on for me today at 9 a.m i got a big fear to walk through god show me who you would have me be this is what's happening then show me who you would have me be god this is where i fell short yesterday show me who you would have me be right and i and i want to add that if you're not on step 11 definitely, you know, pray, meditate, and whatnot. But if you're not feeling the presence of God, I just beg you to consider that that our book doesn't recommend that we start really praying and meditating until we're on step 11 because we've been through a whole lot of other steps to uncover, discover, and discard and get us to the point where we can hear God. Please, God, let me hear you today. And I'm trudging with all of you, and with that, I pass.
0: Thank you, Katie. Okay, um, Marie, do we have a Maria or a Marie?
6: Yeah, good morning, Craig. My name is Maria S. I I'm a recovered compulsive of from Kent Dublin in Ireland. And this chapter brings us right into step 11, which suggests prayer and meditation. And I'm going to jump in on the word meditation. Uh, when I came into the rooms, it was on the back of another fellowship. So I can't say that I was shy in prayer. However, meditation was a real challenge for me. I'd try it and and then I'd tell myself that I wasn't doing it right because I couldn't stop my thoughts so therefore I had to be doing something wrong and the truth is that I was still trying to control my thinking and I couldn't just surrender to that process of meditation Uh, and it was only through persistence and patience that I developed a, a daily meditation practice today and I understand meditation yeah I understand it very differently today because you know my reality, it exists in my mind and it exists in my thinking and meditation today is a method that I use to interrupt that thinking because it, it gives me a break from the chatter of my mind. Um, so that, yeah, it's, it's, it's a a space then that I can receive that God's intuition um, because that gets blocked by my thinking. And it's through the, I found through the interruption of that thinking that brings peace and serenity um and in, in step 11 it says thought and for me i had to seek the technique of meditation the method that that works best for me um and for me it was it was an individual um, adventure and exploration with with meditation um, and 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 bringing my just bringing that thinking of mind to a different level so that it could be in alignment with god's will because um, that was I, I was seeking god's will and it was through meditation that um which i found so while i found it difficult and um, yeah I, I i needed i just needed the will of god um and i'll end with that lovely line you know in the book where it says and um, the big book it says it works for it works if we have the proper attitude and work at it so i just i just kind of try to keep working at it and and that daily working at it because like we shared i like meditation in the dark first thing in the morning before i do anything else i need prayer meditation and i need that time with god Um yeah so thanks craig i'll pass
0: all right thank you all right martha um we have a martha
1: star one to unmute
0: Oh, maybe I was hearing things. Um, Nancy, uh, you want to go? Sure. I Nancy P. Okay. I'm right, in Nancy. Washington,
7: Massachusetts. Thanks for letting me share. Um, uh-huh. Yeah, I'll pick up where um, the previous uh, person left off. For me, it works if we have the proper attitude and work at it. So that if is a condition. And as usual, I wanted to start at the end, not at the beginning. You know, my whole life I wanted to just be someplace. I didn't want to get there. And this is a process. And, you know, I've learned a lot about, you know, starting with surrender, no surprise, they are coming from me. Right. And, um, you know, so first I surrender. Okay. And then I go through the steps and I'm sort of like a, you know, a baby animal can hardly walk. And my sponsor drags me through and, you know, shows me what to do and how to do it. And, and, you know, and I've, I'm not very good at it. I feel like, you know, this is, like, I laugh today because I used to think if only I were Catholic, then I would be so comfortable praying and meditating all the time. Cause I'm, I was convinced I, you know, my best friend was Catholic. I used to go to the church with her while she was in confession and I'd sit around and, you know, think this is a really spiritual place. And, you know, it, it's like, you know, Bill running to the country to play golf and then coming back, you know, that didn't work for me. And, um, you know, so then I had to stop and think about what did I want it, what did I want this to be? Like I get to decide what my higher power is and what I want my higher power to be and what my higher power to do for me. And I get to decide all that. Therefore, I also get to decide what prayer and meditation means. And, you know, I have a dear friend in this in vision that has helped me tremendously with that. And so I began to go back to the beginning, to go to the beginning and do it a little bit at a time for someone who's not very good at it I it used to just be sitting in my basement um saying, Please show me how much you love me you know, because I was convinced that my higher powers love was what was you know, was this sort of tether, you know, that I, I could hold on to. And, you know, wouldn't you know it as I have worked on it, I've gotten better at it. And and people have been put in my life that can show me and, you know, I, I had a job briefly, um and the person whose desk was just opposite mine um, in conversation, I found out that she teaches meditation. So I hired her and um, and she taught me something. And then, you know, I've made a commitment to do certain things a little bit every day so that I can get better at it. And probably the biggest thing for me um, that's really been um, a big chunk of prayer and meditation every day is from March to September when I take care of my garden every morning before you know practically just after the sun gets up my flowers you know i you know i water them and i take care of them and i pick off all the dead heads and i you know i prune it and everything and, and just take care of it and that is to me the most precious time um because even though i'm not you know i used to think that starting at the end, that it would just be like, sit down and cue the Handel music. That's not what it's like for me. I have to do something, and I have to trust that I'm going to be okay. And so it's still a work in progress, but, you know, I work at it, and I believe that I have the proper attitude, so I don't need to worry anymore. It will just get bigger and bigger and better and better, and with that, I'll pass. Thanks for letting me share. All right.
0: Thanks, Nancy. All right. Lisa B., you're up. Lisa?
8: Yes, I'm here. Good morning. My name is Lisa V. I'm a recovered compulsive overeater in Greenville, South Carolina. and so many different things were going through my mind this morning um, when I read this paragraph. Um, I love how it's telling me that it's a suggestion, but to me, it's not optional you know it's, it's that's a polite way of saying if you want what we have, you know you'll do this so um I like to think about the word uh, realization which is not used in this paragraph but what comes to me with prayer and meditation having gone through the steps is a realization of a new world a new life that's inside of me a new house you know it's it's an it's a temple really inside of me that's been uncovered that's been there all all along but it was just covered up by worldly clamors by fears by resentments by selfishness by self-seeking and and truly self-will for sure And it's really in meditation that 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 silence um, where I can feel and hear the vibrations that come from that inner life, that new inner life. And Evie talked about that. Well, Bill talked about that and seeing that in Evie, that he was somehow more than inwardly reorganized and that his roots grasped new soil. And that's what happens to me by truly embracing this step. And I was trying to find in the big book right before you called my name where it talks about if we... If we if we honestly want to do it if, i can't I can't even remember the words, but if I really want it and I seek it honestly and having done these steps with integrity and fearlessness and willingness, you know it will happen for me, and like what was shared, I will find the way of meditation that works for me and it's like someone said to me, Lisa meditation is not optional, and that's where I can hear um and the other thing I wanted to share that's been so great for me to learn this and you guys probably already knew this, many of you but all this wonderful new life that's been uncovered inside of me is not just for me. It's really about being a channel and being a a conduit to carry this wonderful life inside of me to others. That's my whole purpose. It's not just for me. So with that I pass.
0: All right, thank you. Uh, Next up we have Tina.
6: We're on page 86.
0: We're on page 85 at the very bottom, the third paragraph that says Step 11 Suggests.
9: Thanks.
0: Tina S?
10: Thanks so much, Craig. Tina S, Recovered Compulsive Eater Anorexic in Florida. Well, some great shares this morning. So grateful to be on the line. And, you know, one of the things that I was told when I first came into the program was that, you know, to read the black in the book and to leave my opinions out of it. You know, and so that's why I really love this paragraph because it gives me specific instructions. You know, because when I got to Step 11, I was raised Catholic. And, and you know, and I and I'm, I came in here as an agnostic because I, I believed that there was a God for sure, but He worked for you and probably did not work for me. So that's why I needed some help here, and that's exactly what Bill and the first hundred do when they write this book: is they give me specific instructions. It tells me exactly what to do. You know, and, and the upcoming paragraphs. I'm going to have all the instruction that I need, you know, because I thought it had to be something else in the tub with the candles, you know, uh, all this other stuff. And that's not what I have to do because, you know, for me, I was like, you know, this isn't going to work for me because I have no idea how to meditate. But they tell me specifically, you know, and it, and it says that, you know, that better men than, than we are using it constantly, Pro- and constantly, all the time, you know, and then it says it works. If I have the proper attitude and work at it, so some, there's some action to be done, it tells I me. Mean, I can't just sit back and, and, and hope for it to happen for me because that's what I wanted to do all my life, you know. One, and I love, I think Nancy shared that, you know, I wanted to be someplace rather than to get there, you know, and I love that. That's fabulous, you know, because that was me. Bottom line, you know, and then it says, it says, yet we believe we can make some definite, clear cut and valuable suggestions, you know, valuable, useful, you know, and, and, and they work. You know, and and I and I see people that have gone before me do this stuff. And I remember I would, I would talk to a sponsor. I don't get this step eleven, this meditation. And then she says, Tina, read the next paragraphs. You know, on awakening, do this stuff. Just follow the directions. And what has happened? And I love that it was shared also. I have come to know a power greater than myself that does for me what I cannot do for myself. And I have a reprieve one day at a time that I can lay my head on the pillow and I don't have to compulsively eat or do anything else compulsively in my my life if I take some suggestions. And, you know, since I am so undisciplined, I try and do this, you know, one day at a time. And I am not perfect by any means. But, you know, with that, I'm in. Thanks. Pass.
0: All right. Thanks, Tina. Okay, we I, I, I skipped by Martha. Um, did, was there a Martha? And is, does she, would you like to share? Okay, probably I was hearing things. Okay, um, we're ready to take some more names. Uh, who else would like to share on this paragraph today?
11: Melissa P.
12: Melissa, Melissa P and Melissa C. <laughs> I think
0: both of us. All right. There was something K in there. Christina J. Christina J. Rick J. Right ahead. Rick J. All right. Ginger C. Ginger.
13: Dion R.
0: Dion R. Okay, I have... Uh, melissa uh christina j another melissa i think the first was k and the second or the first was p and the second was k i think and then rick j uh ginger c and dion r um so let's go uh, melissa uh, i think p if i'm not mistaken
11: good morning thank you this is melissa p compulsive overeater in recovery from buffalo When I first started reading this and I thought about meditation, you know, my mind automatically went to this century's version of what it means to meditate. And of course, got myself in a tizzy about all the different ways that I would never be able to meditate, Um, you know, because I talk myself out of things before I even try them. And when I was at the convention, I was um, lucky enough to be in a workshop where I was taught that when we meditate, or at least for the the speaker, to meditate on what you want that to look like for you. you know. So like someone else has shared, I look over my nightly review and I look over the things that I wanna do better and then I see myself doing it better. I see myself showing up as God's love. What does that look like in certain situations where in the day before I may have fallen short. How can I not wake up and try and, you know, run my household like a hostage situation in the morning? How can I be love in certain situations? Um and reminding myself during the day and, you know, earlier in recovery I learned from someone to set a timer on my phone for every few hours to just say pause and do a self-check and reconnect back with God or, you know, whatever my higher power is and plug in again, you know, because I busy myself. Um, and that's been really life changing for me in my recovery is just to see myself showing up as loved in different situations. Um, because when I see it and then when I'm faced with something later in the day, it's, it's easier because God's already given me what I need to be that, you know, it's there in that quiet space. Um, and it is beneficial. And so if you're scared to meditate and you think that you need to sit in silence for, you know, two hours and just be, that's that's a wonderful practice also. But, you know, for me, starting with showing myself that I can show up as a representative of God um, was really life-changing for me. So thank you so much for hearing me. And with that, I'll pass.
0: All right. Thank you for sharing. Next up, we have Christina J. Christina?
11: Good morning, Craig. <clears throat> good,
9: everyone, good morning, everyone on the line. Christina Jay from the state of Washington. Um, yeah, so this Step 11, which I've been doing for a while, I'm recovering now from a pickup last Tuesday, um, but thank God today's Day 7, and I haven't stopped doing my 11, even though I've gone back to my 10 and 11s, even though I've gone back to Step 1, and, uh, and now I'm taking it deeper got to go deeper for me because I just kind of flew through it every night and every morning. And what I've come to know is that um, my, uh, is it going to tell us uh, in a few paragraphs that we can select certain books to read, certain spiritual books that touch us in the mornings. I have several daily readings that I do. Um, And at night I review these questions and I write them down and I share them with a person that I do Step 11s with. So, but uh, prayer and meditation, years ago, I went to a, a meditation teacher in San Diego and um, learned a certain mantra and was thinking I had to sit for, you know, 10, 15, 20 minutes an hour, and I just didn't have time for that. I tried through the years, uh, but my brain is absolutely insane. I don't, I don't know how people settle their brains down, but it's always, okay, your brain starts going crazy, pull back again, watch the circus go by in your head. That's great. Um, And I think that's valuable. But God showed me a meditation that's absolutely been insanely wonderful for me. And uh, I can do it any time during the day, and it's so valuable. I just take deep breaths through my heart center. And I'll tell you what, when I'm breathing in and out of my heart center in that love space, in that place of relaxation, all of a sudden my whole body relaxes, and my brain is not thinking. I am just in and out of that place. And I can do it for a minute, 30 seconds. But it's very helpful for me because I'm a nutcase in my head. (laughs) And then prayers, of course. Prayer is connecting to God. Not begging, you know, not sitting there saying, oh, please do this for me, please do that, but just giving thanks and praying for those that are suffering in the world, getting out of myself. Um, That's what works for me is is those type of things, you know. Um, and, And the proper attitude. The proper attitude for me is that I have to do this. I have to connect to God because, as I've learned in the last few days, I want an effect from my from my disease. I want an effect from God. I can't afford to go and have the effect from food either. More, it's either God or it's the food. Make a deal. Is it curtain number one or is it curtain number two? There is no number three. I get to choose God today because I want to. That's my proper attitude. I want to. I need to. Um, and I can't be vague. I can't do it half ass. You know, I got to really do it. Um, so I'm looking forward to hearing uh, what people have to share on the next paragraph t- today and also more today. Th- I mean, tomorrow and also more today. Thank you for letting me share, Craig and everyone, my
12: pass.
0: All right. Thank you. Good timing. Melissa C., you're up.
12: Hi. Good morning, Craig. Thank you so much for your service this morning really appreciate it i'm melissa say i'm a recovered compulsive overeater and i'm in new york and um yes so it's the proper attitude and i work at it you know and so i can think to what it's easy for me to know what the improper attitude is right because that was prayer um wishing right sitting and sitting down and wishing and and like spewing on god my list of demands and um And then, you know, and then I knew what it meant not to work at it because I didn't get what I wanted, so I didn't do it again until the next time I was pressed against the wall and then I would sit down and give God my list of demands. And I wondered, you know, why don't I know this God and why isn't this God thing working? And, um, you know, I've learned here that if I want a relationship with anything, I need to have a really good attitude when I'm in its company and I need to work at building a relationship. And so, this is about getting a relationship with power, which I need because I'm powerless. So I need this power. And um, you know, and so a, a practice that I've taken um, that's been really helpful for me in terms of prayer is um, I take a problem that I'm having, and and I God, I have lots of problems. <laughs> Um, and, I, and I do a little research. I go on Google. Um, I, you know, I'm, I'm a research girl. I, I look up prayers for work issues, right? And I've been having this horrendous work issue. And um, I Google, like, prayers for, for workmates. And believe it or not, it exists. There's prayers out there already written for work, you know, for work-related situations. And I take it and I reword it, and I put it as part of my prayer. And my prayer life is constantly growing because I'm constantly getting bothered by people. And, you know, I can 10-step certain things frequently, but I still actually have the residual emotion. It doesn't, you know, just because I've done a 10-step on it doesn't mean I don't have a feeling. The feeling exists i just don't have to eat over it so the prayer is where i go when i'm stuck with the feeling. still and you know and really quick um when i find in my meditation that i because this happens to me i'll be meditating and i you know i want love and tolerance because that's my code so i try to meditate on that but i go to agenda and how i'm going to get this colleague back right my eyes closed i start meditating and i envision all the things i'm going to say to her to put her in her place and i was taught that meditation can be like training a puppy you tell it to stay so i tell my mind to stay on love and tolerance it drifts away i pick the puppy up gently and i put it back down and i say stay you know i don't have to beat the puppy so when my mind wanders I can lovingly guide it back to love and tolerance, and I just keep practicing, it, and it works, right? It really works. Thanks. With that, I'll pass.
14: All right.
0: Thank you. Okay, next we have Rick J. Rick? Hi,
15: this is Rick J. I'm a recovered compulsive over year from Cary, North Carolina. Um, step 11 is this wonderful adventure for me um you know i i think the only wrong way i can do it is to not do it at all and uh, i certainly have a lot of experience in that as well um but you know i was you know like in reading the step it's just you know we do seek through prayer and meditation to improve our conscious contact with god as we understood him
1: and i am
15: praying only for knowledge of his will for me and the power to carry that out. You know, I'm looking for this power, uh, you know, that only can come from my higher power. You know, I am powerless, but I'm not helpless. And, you know, um, quieting my mind and opening my heart to to this power that is real and personal to me, you know, is is this incredible dynamic journey that, you know, it can take all kinds of shapes and look like all kinds of different things. It doesn't have to be any one particular thing. Um, I do read, uh, you know, these pages in the morning to just align my myself to what I'm wanting to do. And then I can I can, you know, say these prayers. And sometimes they're, you know, they're worded maybe in my mind a little bit differently once I've actually read all the words. But, you know, the intent is there. You know, what I'm actually seeking and what's important for me, you know, is to quiet my mind and open my heart. And that's what I'm truly, um, on this quest for, you know, because when, uh, when I'm running the show, it's scary. I'm scary. People around me, you know, are, are scared, you know, so when I can just quiet my mind, open my heart and truly seek God's will and have the power to carry that out. And I love, you know, the, all the resources we have, um, you know, there's 12 and 12 publications of, Gosh, hundreds of prayers, which I have, and um, I actually write my own prayers, and I put them on my phone in my notes. And so, if I'm pausing throughout the day, even if I'm not agitated or doubtful, I just like to read my prayers and reconnect. Um, you know, and give me a little time to, you know, let me hear what God is wanting to say to me. And sometimes, you know, I have to to just get out of God's way. And this is this is the way that I do that. So I'm just going to keep doing it every day. And with that, I will pass. Thanks.
0: All right, Rick, thank you. Ginger C, your turn.
16: Hi, good morning. Guys. Thank you so much. This is Ginger C, Recovered.
0: Ginger, you're breaking up on us.
16: Okay, can you hear me? No. No. Why don't we go to the next person? I'll try to call back in. All
0: right. Appreciate it.
1: Okay. Thank you. All right.
0: Thanks. Dion R.
1: Dion, you ready?
13: Yes, I'm here. Can you hear me? I can. Oh, good, good. Good morning, Craig. Hey, good morning, everyone. My name is Dion R. Recovered. <clears throat> excuse me, compulsive overeater. Very grateful today. I uh, listened to the back, uh, the shares on step eleven, uh, the meditation. Uh, I love what we said. We shouldn't be shy on this matter. Um, it also makes me uh, the part that one sentence we we'll talk about. If uh, if we have the proper attitude and work at it. It just reminds me that when I started meditating um i uh I heard all kinds of things of how to meditate, of course, my former meditation was thinking I was supposed to sit and cross my legs and uh you know in a sitting step, which I know some people do that, and it works, but at that time it was too big. there's no way I could sit and cross my legs and on the floor and meditate so i do I did take a class uh, while I was in college and uh, doing my transformations and uh, new career and all that. And I remember that's the first class I wanted only because of uh, I was working at 12 I wasn't quite sure. I had too many ideas. So I learned to do one. The first one, I fell asleep. Like, oh, okay, I'm not doing that right. But anyway, I learned that, um, through this process and people sharing. And um, the main thing I got was uh, when I pray, I'm talking to God. And when I'm meditating, I'm listening something outside of me to connect me with that internal spirit, uh, which I never thought was there. I was always running from that that quietness. I was running from quiet. Where's chaos, you know? And just to connect with my inner and find out that I'm not a bad person by connecting with my inner, uh, enhancing my spiritual self. To me, those are meditation. And sometimes I'm meditating when I'm listening in the meeting, just listening, because it's not Dion's voice or chatter going yada yada yada. You should, they should, we should, and uh, just getting outside of myself and knowing that there's a power greater than me. Uh, and uh, the last part I said, and it said we had to proper and work at it. It's the, I mean that that just keeps sticking at me. It's a progression, I guess. That's the want to end with. It's progress rather than perfection because from what I thought years ago and where I'm at now, I was working with a sponsor, so you can really shut up now, I just want to share this. And she was like, I was like, well, you know, sometimes I just ask God for directions. She was like, well, how do I know if that's God? I forget. I was like, I didn't know. I remember thinking like, well, if it's God, it'll, if somebody from the northwest, east, and south will say the same thing and have no idea what I'm saying. That's the only way I felt like I could hear the answer because I was hearing too much sometimes from other people, and that wasn't God. But anyway, now I thank God for these steps. It's giving me a closer and a better relationship with the God of my understanding through prayer and meditation. Thanks for allowing me to share, guys. Have a great day on purpose. Bye-bye.
0: All right. Thanks, Dion. Okay, Ginger, are you back on? You ready to try it?
13: Yep, I'm back
16: on. Can you hear me?
0: Oh, much better. Thank you.
16: Oh, fantastic. Um, thank you for your service. This is Ginger C. Recovered, Compulsive Overeater in Colorado. And it's step 11, um, we shouldn't be shy on this matter of prayer. And I always say ASAP, always stop and pray. Because without God, I have nothing. I do nothing. I eat and I kill myself and I self-destruct and I sabotage. And so this practicing piece, you know, this prayer and this meditation, and I'll never forget the first time meditating. I literally sat for five minutes and left the room laughing. Like, what in God's name is this all about? And there is no way I'll be ever able to sit and be quiet like that again. And it's practicing, you know, um, it's easy to be vague about this matter because it's not easy. But someone just said it. The only way we're doing this wrong is not doing it at all. And it is a suggestion, that's how this whole thing begins. But I, for my own personal practice and my experience, I don't know what, where I'd be without my prayer and meditation, especially my meditation, this time to be quiet with God. A lot of the times God's whispering and if I'm too loud and too noisy, this clamor, this calamity up in my mind, I don't hear God. It is sinking down into this heart and this practice is what helps me to get there. And I will never forget that day that I had my son in a really bad place. And I know I met calamity with serenity because I really dropped down. I didn't get on the phone. I didn't call a lot of people. I just went to God. So this saves us. And not only did I I meet calamity with serenity in that painful place that I had to walk with God, I never once thought about eating a bite of food, which is the miracle of this work. But you know, on page 100 in the AA 12 and 12, Bill says, there is a direct linkage among self-examination, our step 10s, four through nine, meditation and prayer. Taken separately, these practices can be, bring much relief and benefit, but when they are logically related and interwoven, the result is an unshakable foundation for life. Isn't that what we all want? This foundation that we're standing upon to never crumble, to never fall, so we never have to return back to that bite that will kill us. And with that, I pass.
0: All right. Thank you, Ginger. All right. We have uh, room, uh, enough time for two, maybe three shares if we're quick.
1: Charles H. Uh, oh, he's
0: I got Charles and I think there was a uh, there was Kelly, is that right? Yeah, that's Kelly. Kelly, morning. Kelly oh, yeah. and Russ. I got you. Yeah. <laughs> All right, I got Russ,
1: I got Charles, Kelly and Russ. Go ahead, Charles. Thank you, teacher. I appreciate your your uh your comments. This is Charles H. I'm a recovered compulsive overeater. My attitude ain't proper. That's why I'm working at it every single day, right? And, um, you know, it, it's the space between the bars that hold a tiger. I don't know if I'm a tiger. I'm a scared little kitty cat every single day. You know, if I was so good, what the hell am I doing on this line talking about 10 steps, 11 steps? Because I'm not that good. Not not one of us, especially not me. And, you know, if, if if I wait to get to this 11 step well, when I'm halfway through and I'm amazed and all that jazz right there, right, then I'm dead. Because in the fourth step it says, um, in meditation we ask for the right, you know, ideal or whatever, right? And then then in the fifth step it it says we, we stay quiet for an hour. We don't wait to the to the midnight hour to start praying and meditating. And as we go through, you know, the next paragraph we're gonna talk about inquiring, which is um listening, <laughs> you know after we do after we answer the question i don 't mean to let the cat out of the bag, but it's my, my three minutes and i 'm gonna utilizing it the way I feel like it, and you know i i I'll tell you I've been feeling some type of way, right, and this brings me into this this i don't have the right attitude, but I'm working at getting it proper <laughs> i'm human i don't have the right attitude, so it forces me into into uh, I like what Ginger said. Ten and eleven is interwoven and inter. And I'll close with this. You know, as we go through page eighty-six and eighty-seven, it's going to say "ask" all through. And it, yes, it's going to say better men than this is doing it because this is a simple religious idea and a practical program of action. Did we lose you, Charles, or were you through? I pass, I'm sorry.
0: All right, thank you. All right. Kelly. Good morning. You're hey.
17: Up. Hey Craig. Good morning. It's Kelly S in recovered compulsive Oklahoma. I'm a recovered Oklahoman. <laughs> 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 I'm a recovered compulsive Overeater and bulimic. <laughs> uh, oh my gosh, I just really felt shit, uh the uh, need to share on this paragraph today because this has been a big journey for me. Um so I've been around forever, and, of course, you guys know I, don't want to, I didn't want to do the work, that's for sure. And I just wanted this relationship with God. Um, I wanted to feel God, right? So um, any of you guys, you know, I'm 57 years old, and I've had a lot of relationships, friendships, you know, uh, in my life. And my uh, my wife and I will be celebrating 20 years anniversary in February. And, you know what, relationships of any type are work, right? <clears throat> I've had some great friends in my my jobs, and over time, if we didn't, you know, we changed jobs, and I lost contact with them, right? I lost those relationships, and my marriage is like, if I hadn't been working at it, I'm I promise you guys, we wouldn't be together to get today. And if we don't spend time together, we also, grow, uh, you know, grow apart. And so, same thing with this higher power. So <clears throat> I get in this program, and I'm always so busy, and I'm just, you know, working these steps, and I'm using my tools, and I'm doing all this stuff, and I'll call people, and they're like, so. So what's going on with your uh, prayer and meditation life? You know, what's going on with your God thing? What? I mean, who's got time for God? You know, I'm making phone calls. I'm doing my writing. I'm calling my sponsees. I'm, you know, I'm weighing my food. I'm going to meetings. And I mean, what? And they're like, you know, every time I've had that question in the past. So it's like I had to realize that I wanted this relationship with a higher power, just like I want a good relationship with my spouse or my kids. I had to start making time to spend with my higher power. Just like every time I go to lunch with somebody, I get closer with them. Every time, you know, myself, I sit at the table and talk and tell them I have dinner with one, one of my family friends, uh, you know, we get closer together. And so I had to start making this a daily commitment for myself. And it's hard. You know, we all have that chattery brain, that monkey brain. And, you know, what I heard, too, was, uh, you know, the, the only way I cannot do it is to not show up. And my uh, sponsor, my first sponsor said to me, just, you know, first go into YouTube and, and Google some, you know, guided meditations. And... And I did that and I started with all of them were under five minutes because that's all I could do, but I was showing up. And yes, my mind would wander, but I bring it back. And I love Melissa's thing about the puppy. That was awesome. And, you know, and then just learning to sit in the silence and, you know, I was listening to her K thing he just talked about set a timer for one minute, one minute of silence. I know you guys think that may not sound crazy, but try it. And so guess what? I'm up to five and, um, you know, I've got almost five years and, uh, and um, I've only been doing that that minute thing of silence for a couple of years, but you know what? Every day I make that, and I make that a requirement for my sponsees because, yeah, it says it's a suggestion if I want what this program is offering. You know, I do 10 steps. I do that nightly review, which we're going to talk about tomorrow, but this paragraph speaks to me about getting close to my God, and I have to have this higher power because that's what it's all about. I have a spiritual malady. I'm wrapping up, Craig. I have a spiritual malady. <laughs> If I don't get the spiritual solution, which is this God thing, I'm going to go back. And I've done it for 30-something years. Grateful today. I'm almost five years that, recovered, and glad to be here. Thank you, Pat.
0: All right. Thanks, Kelly. Next, we have Russ M. Russ.
14: Good morning, Craig. Good morning, family. Russ M. Recovered, Compulsive Overeater. So, prayer meditation. I've been praying my whole life, and I always felt like I was spinning my wheels until this part of the book, until I was taught and led about meditation, and, you know, in my faith, there's meditative prayer, right, and and it's great, and it's helped me, and it's gotten me, uh, you know, given me a lot of peace. Having said that, you know, over my course of, of program here, I've been learning how to meditate where I just get quiet to get to the bottom of things and get close to God, like, you know, like to enter in, to become deeper, Shutting my mouth which you all know that is such a challenge for me and being quiet and shutting the brain off. And it takes, it's like training. It's like working out. It takes a lot, a lot of practice. And I'm getting there. I think I got maybe a minute now. So um, it's really helped me out at getting quiet and shutting, trying to shut my mind down. And when, when I've done that, you know, not that I hear voices, but, you know, you hear God speaking to your heart and what, what's supposed to be done. You know, it's almost like a natural thing. It just happens. I'm not forcing. I'm not trying. I'm not trying to manipulate. It's just, yeah, I got to do this. Or it just happens. And it's a matter of me getting quiet. I can't speak for anyone else. I can speak for myself. But, you know, yes, I do pray. But I do take that time. I'm, I'm trying each day, just like setting that alarm you know, every two hours. But there's one point in the day where I get quiet just to, just to be one with God and just to have my heart speak to His, you know, or Him or me listen to Him, because I always do the talking. So you all have a good day. Love you guys. Thank you for letting me share. Thanks, Craig.
0: All right. Thanks, Russ. Um, that's gonna be our last share for today. Um, so um thanks to everybody who shared. Please join our second unrecorded hour of study immediately following closing. The share ID for Today's date for this meeting that we just had is one is fourteen thousand and thirty-three one four zero three three, um, and today's date is January twenty eighth, twenty twenty. We're now going to close with a reading from the Big Book on page one sixty four, followed by the Serenity Prayer. Will Nancy P. Uh, please read a vision for you? Our book is meant to be suggestive only through Keep You Until Then, from page 164.
7: Nancy? Hi, uh, thanks for letting me do service. Our book is meant to be suggestive only. We realize we know only a little. God will constantly disclose more to you and to us. Ask him in your morning meditation what you can do each day for the man who is still sick. The answers will come if your own house is in order. But obviously you cannot transmit something you haven't got. See to it that your relationship with him is right,